Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Danny Klinkscale Reasonably Irreverent Podcast. Insightful and witty commentary, probing interviews, and detours from the beaten path. Every once in a while, we have to bring out the big dog. Yeah. Oh, God help us. It's time for Danny Unleashed. (laughs) Sponsored by Eastern Roofing, where integrity matters. Go to easternroofing.com for more. You're in the program here on Sports Radio 810 WHP. Brent Petro with you. Danny Unleashed in Clinkscale. Just brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing. Easton Roofing. Now is time. We've got beautiful weather today. Well, there is beautiful weather, but not beautiful sounds. As, uh, yes, I am here, Danny Clinkscale, in the odd position at this point in time of hosting. The program here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. I have to ask, ask for an upgrade in pay for this so they can give me a few quarters for being here as Seren will no doubt rehook up from his very exciting remote with all the aircraft going on. And we will talk about a wide variety of things today, no doubt, as we've got Lance Leipold to talk about, we've got the Royals to talk about, we've got the Second round of the NFL draft, which should be exciting for Chiefs fans. And we've also got Todd Lebo. Hello, Danny. Hi, Todd. It's like the old days. Remote to go, Danny. Here we are. <laughs> there we go. So, Sir Andy uh, Curtis will be right back with this. I'm week. sure they will. Be right back with us. Uh, yeah, the, the draft, we were talking before that you actually enjoyed the draft last night. I did. I didn't intend to watch all that much of the draft. And I, as I've said, I don't really hate the draft. I hate... Everything leading up to the draft until about the last two weeks. You know, I'll listen to draft analysis within a couple of weeks of the draft, but not on February 24th or not during the NCAA tournament. I mean, what do you think about your 2022 mock drafts right now? Are you ready for that? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> no, I'm not. But but I started to watch, and I thought the, the coverage, which, of course, the television coverage you heard on Sports Radio 810 and Curtis and Seren do a good job of their input as well and I just ended up being a good watch and listen for me and I kept on doing it and what it was for me was a stark contrast to what we saw going leading up to it is that I almost always work out in the morning at the same time get up is on Mm -hmm. and I was searching for alternatives for a few weeks because they talked about the same stories every day and it really has turned into just purely a football show They'll break away occasionally go, let's run the court for 45 seconds in the NBA. Or let's circle the bases for 45 seconds. Now back to football. Football time. And But every day it was about where this quarterback's going to go. Or prior to that, you know, what contract? Where's Jared Goff going to go? But, but on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday. But what I saw last night was the same people I watch on that show that I get tired of watching say the same thing over and over again had actual 
developing stories and fun material to talk about. And although Booger McFarland's a little agitated, too agitated for my liking, Lewis Riddick it was energized, and he's a very good announcer. And Mike Greenberg is really excellent at what he does and resists the temptation of thinking that just because he's the lead anchor for the show that he's the star. And I thought he does a great job of being in a position of, of being the guy who's running the show, but then letting the experts do a lot of talking. And speaking of running the show, here's the man who really runs the show, <laughs> Soren uh, Petro. Uh, we were, we're, we're, in, we're in capable hands. Uh, there's no doubt. I apologize. <laughs> We've got a, little, a lot of folks and a lot of things going on up here. Uh, so thank you, Danny, for, uh, for helping us out. I don't know where we, uh, where we lost you guys, but uh, thank you, <laughs> Danny Instantly. We lost but, you instantly. It's silly. Yes. Then we just yeah, went okay. through how we're Danny good. actually likes the draft now. Yeah. So that, but that's all he wants to talk about. Uh, did, no. did he actually liked it for one night. <laughs> I did. I did like it for, for a one night. night. I did like it for a night. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. Uh, thank you, guys. We, we, we appreciate it. We, we are on the road today at one of our favorite spots. Lebo, by the way, while you're there, uh, before you go, mm-hmm. do you have one second? Yeah. Uh, we got to get you up in the plane, man. I know. I know. It was awesome. It sounds like you had a blast. It, it was really awesome. Although everybody up here is laughing. My wife sent me a text. I, I sent her uh, the video of the door opening and back. Mm-hmm. And you know that they actually tilt the plane down well, yeah, so that things yeah. will slide out. Exactly, yeah. And so you kind of lean that way. My wife texts me and goes, you can only go up there if Colonel Cluck is with you. And all the guys at the base started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, Bean? Uh, uh. She might not understand what she's saying there with yeah, that, exactly. but uh, okay. yeah, we we got to try to get back up to the uh, to the Army Navy game when they when they drop the uh, the, the parachuters, the Navy SEALs, uh, and see it because it was really cool, buddy. Yeah. It was really cool. Sounds neat. I'm um, glad you got to do it. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Um, all right, uh, we do have Danny Klinscale brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing. Uh, you can uh, call Joe Spiker and his great team today as, uh, listen, a lot of people come in and tell you you got to have a new roof. That's not always the case. Easton Roofing takes the time to educate you about all possible solutions. Call 913-257-5426. Find them online at eastonroofing.com. Um, we're here at the 139th Airlift Wing. In St. Joe, where if you want to be a part of these great men and women, uh, they are looking for members. Uh, bonuses can vary from ten to twenty thousand. Full paid college tuition, health care benefits, pension benefits, life insurance, and truly a chance to travel the world. They've got people deployed right now uh, from the 139th here in St. Joe. Just a great group of people. Um, I cannot imagine a better group to be associated with than the 139th Airlift Wing. Danny Cleanscale with us, and you were talking draft. You liked it. You liked Greenberg, right, uh, as the anchor? I did because, uh, as I was uh, talking about when you were returning, just because you're running the program doesn't mean that you have to dominate it. And he far from does that. I mean, he is obviously supposed to be the star of the show, but he's got other guys there. There's a lots of material to talk about. And he did a great job of laying out. I mean, he didn't he didn't really talk that much. He got them in and out of the picks, in and out of the breaks, uh, set them up for what they're supposed to do, and, and then let those people eat. And I think it, part of it was a contrast because 
I know you talked about this yesterday, and it was something that we wanted to talk about. The fact that they actually had something to talk about that wasn't the same thing every day because that the Get Up show has gotten so tired because they talk about football every day and they talk about the same stories every day. And this yeah, time the, the, they the, had fresh material, so it was really compelling. Yeah, I think he is a talented guy, Mike Greenberg. I've always thought that. I, I always thought he was the only talent, frankly, on Mike and Mike. And I think that proved, was was proven out by how that show went downhill after he was gone. And I, I think Trey Wingo was actually the, the talent on that show when it was uh, the next level. Nothing against Mike Golick. He's a nice enough guy. But um, but I, I've just been disappointed because I had high hopes for that show, and I was making a point to watch it every morning. Like, okay, let me see. They've got all these analysts they're throwing at it. Mm-hmm. This should be a great show. I mean, he should be able to come at, you know, every sport from every angle. He's got Jalen Rose and Jay Williams for, for NBA and, and Jay Williams into college basketball. Uh, you know, he's got a, a mountain of people at his disposal for the NFL. Like, this this should be great. And every day it was about these five damn quarterbacks. I'm so glad they're drafted. You know, I, I'm, I'm assuming, but my fear is that now, you know, we're just going to sit and react to where they went. And really what's going to end up happening is, when is Josh Allen and when is uh, Oh, they'll return Lamar to Jackson. that because prior to the fact that we focused, that, that show is on basically right when I work out every day. And there's not a heck of a lot on the morning. So that's I cherish, cherish my Saturdays and Sundays when the Premier League is on because that's a great, yeah. soccer's a great workout sport, let me tell you. But anyway, you know, so I, I end up watching the show a lot because there's not, that much on there but it, it got annoying i mean it got extreme yeah. because before that it was what are they going to do with jared goff and where's and where's dak are they going to sign dak and it, it was the same show five days a Every week day. i mean yeah. i would have thought yeah. if if i was mike greenberg obviously it's a high-paying gig and blah 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 but i might have you know just committed suicide having to do the same job <laughs> every day i mean you talk about groundhog day uh the fact that he kept his enthusiasm up and you know does a good job in that situation anyway is remarkable because I would have gone yeah. lo- I would have gone loony doing that. I, I I agree. By the way, uh, some news: Sam McDowell, the Chiefs have signed running back Jarek McKinnon. Uh, of course, uh, went from the Vikings to the Niners and then was hurt with the Niners and then got passed over by a number of guys, but was a guy that uh, had been effective and certainly looks the part of an Andy Reid running back. So Jarek McKinnon, now a member of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, according to Sam McDowell uh, on the uh, Twitter. Um, so, you know, okay. I mean, I, I, I don't have – do you have high hopes? I do not have high hopes. I just think he comes in and he's part of the mix. Right, yeah. Somebody's um, got to be part of the mix. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I think but that, to your point, that's just a, you know, that's that's an added piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he he is, uh, what would you say, is he Le'Veon Bell 2.0 or is he uh, LaShawn McCoy 3.0? That that remains to be seen. I, okay. That, okay. That, that's we'll pretty, see. with the injury history, that's pretty difficult to to yeah, think to, of, to, right to have high get your arms around right no but but uh, you know i'll tell you what i think these networks are going to be in trouble from you know what i spent a lot of time watching last night what was that Seren? uh pro football focus youtube channel oh right so they did they basically went live and had maybe one one and a half maybe two minute commercial breaks you know every so often now that'll change if they gain momentum 
but they were streaming on live on a YouTube channel, breaking down every pick. And actually, they were calling the picks. They didn't have any agreement to not put the pick out before it was announced on television. So they were breaking down the picks before they were even being announced on TV, and they were breaking down the picks. Now, I think where they have an opportunity to really shine, if they're going to do it through all three rounds of the draft, is when we get to day three, and it's rounds four through seven. Because I still want to know about the players that are being picked. And they were doing pick analysis, and we get that mostly, you know, in day one from from the from the networks. But you watch starting tonight, somewhere in mid second round. Here's our feature piece that Susie Colbert did on Trevor Lawrence, which drives me crazy because it, it they go the other direction of who's most likely to be watching. The, the casual fans are going to watch they're right. just going to watch the first night and not the second and third nights if you're watching the nfl draft on saturday you're a hardcore fan you know who these players are cater to that Give them yeah, some i think i think friday they tend to i think stick to it pretty well it's it's the saturday one that just ends up being you know they're not even they're not even saying what the picks are no they're like okay here are the last 10 picks right like now uh, trevor lawrence you know justin yeah. fields Back, back to back to the ten guys we know. Uh, let's go back to the quarterbacks, and it, it drives me. Which back. is a big part of it. Yeah, the hosts themselves don't know who they're talking about. They, they don't. They don't have any idea. And and I'm like, you've got this un, you've got unreal resources at your disposal, and yet you can't keep going. Like the fans that are watching on Saturday want to be introduced to who all these players are, right? If you're a casual just checking in, like who did my team take? Then you'll look at your phone. You're not going to sit down in front of the television. But if you sit your your fat ass in front of the TV to watch the draft, you care about who these players are, yep. and you want to hear the experts say, "Well, they've been looking for you know a wide receiver. This is a guy that I like in the fifth round. He's here in the fifth round because he had a knee injury right. and because he had some off the field stuff. But this is really a second round talent. Like I want to know who those guys are. Or you know what? Hey, this guy's here to cover kicks." Let's 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 be honest. He's a special teams guy. Like the the football fans want that, and I think Pro Football Focus is going to give it to him. I think that I was talking about this in another platform, uh, and actually, is on the Thirsty Thursdays podcast, which is fun when they sit around and drink beer with a guy and talk. Where can one get that? That one can get that at DannyClinkScale dot com and all your your podcast outlets so uh, anyway it's a fun listen it's just one of the wide variety of different things that i do and uh actually today's kansas city profile presented by easton roofing is danny cox and his uh, appearances with the lyric opera's tribute to baseball they've got a thing coming up there they're doing a bunch of baseball songs but anyway right the former manager of the braves no no not former pitcher <laughs> for the cardinals he's a musician <laughs> actually he's oh, a okay, singer okay. yes so My bad. My but bad. when you go wikipedia he those two will come up certainly except not danny uh, not the, the manager because he's not Anyway, let's script that. But what I was getting to is the fact that you, know, you didn't like how I made a joke about my own inability to recognize. <laughs> I did first like. Names. I did like okay. that. Uh, Ronnie Cox. But the we were talking about one of the appeals of what the appeal of the draft is for people to watch and and draft coverage leading up to it, which is my biggest bugaboo is is the just complete inundation. And a big part of it is really diehard football fans who maybe play fantasy football but really love the sport, but also they love the fact that if they really dig in and watch on Saturday, as it were, that what you, you were talking about, that they can be the guy at the bar with their buddies who knows the most. 
You know, well, well this yeah. guy's got short arms, and you know they should have taken. He was a second round talent, but he had knee problems. Like just, just like you just said. And you can sound like a genius if you're with people who maybe have a real <laughs> life and can't spend all their time digging in on the draft. So it becomes kind of a cool thing for them. I think I definitely think that's part of the appeal for you to be an armchair GM and a bit of an expert with your buddies. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I think it is. All right. That being said, uh, what's your takeaway from round one? The actual football part. What's what's? Let's unleash Danny's analysis of round. <laughs> yeah, one. that's what everybody wants. My my NFL analysis. Uh, yeah, I, I, I you think, know football. I think that. Uh, one one of my biggest takeaways was I, I could not believe what the Broncos did with the ninth pick. I just was staggered. They, they got in a position where they could do three things, and they picked the wrong one. It, trading down would have been a nice haul for them. Picking a quarterback would have been a good idea for them. Now, Patrick Sertan may end up being a fine corner, but that one I couldn't believe. I'll say that. And I wasn't really that shocked that, they, that Trey Lance was picked and all the stuff about Justin Fields. I mean, some of those things were just annoying to me in the fact that, you know, people would say things like, well, Fields was supposed to be maybe taken, uh, you know, eighth or ninth at the worst, and he fell all the way to 11. I'm like, all the way? I mean, he, yeah. he got picked 11th. Uh, One pick after where Patrick Mahomes went. Right, exactly. So... I guess the the biggest surprise was, was or one of the biggest news things to me because it relates to the Chiefs was the fact that I thought that while as I said that corner may be a good player and that maybe they're reacting to the fact that Patrick Mahomes is in the division and they want a talented corner, I think they really missed an opportunity there, I, and and that's kind of what Denver has done for a few years now. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, at, at Fields and Mac Jones. Uh, you know, taking a shot again, rocking and firing at the quarterback position, unless you're going to get Aaron Rodgers. Right. That's right? the only yeah. caveat that if they have some feeling that they might be able to pull that off, then yeah, I'll, I'll take it all back. But we'll see. Yeah. I, I, it, John it, Elway it, did it just, once, but since then, in in any other thing except for taking a surefire, uh, convincing a surefire Hall of Famer that he should spend his halcyon years under your auspices, then. I I think that they made a big mistake. That was one takeaway yeah. for me. And, and if the idea is that you're taking the corner to trade him to the Packers, the Packers took a corner at 29. Now, maybe there's going to be some flip-flop of picks or something, or you know, the Packers are like, hey, we're going to trade away Aaron Rodgers, so we're going to have to win everything on defense, so let's go, and, and they're going to keep that guy at 29, and they're going to uh, the Georgia corner, and they're going to take Patrick Sertan, and they think they're going to have a lights-out defense, and that's how they're going to have to win football in the post-Aaron Rodgers era. But I- I'm with you. Like, you know, you have to be Justin Fields or Mac Jones ends up being a good quarterback, then you have to fire everybody in your organization. Right. Like, you did not get John Elway far enough away from the steering wheel um, because y- you you can't miss. Like, if there's a quarterback that's available – you can't miss. And that's all that town talks about is because they're so spoiled by having Hall of Fames, and rightfully so, not spoiled like they're brats, spoiled like they've had great quarterbacking in that town, you know, with Peyton Manning's, you know, second stop and, and John Elway, that they have to get that, that position right. They know better than anybody how big of a difference it makes. And so if, if Fields or Mac Jones ends up being the guy, they're screwed. And I'm with you. Nobody's falling. Right, like right. mock drafts. They didn't have and, a draft. Biggest, they didn't have a draft yeah, three it, months ago, and then uh, they had another draft. <laughs> and they yeah. haven't played since then. It, it, it's my pet peeve 
like, you know, teams are just, they're, they're completing their evaluations. They didn't have an evaluation that had fields at number three, and now they've changed it to 11. They didn't get done with their work, and then they said, okay, not worth the number three pick or the number four pick or, or what have you. They came to that conclusion probably about a week ago. So nobody can fall, right? Because a bunch of, of, of mock draft writers finally started hearing from the guys that will actually make the decision that where they're projecting them is not where they're really going to go does not mean the guy has fallen. It means the early dart throws were incorrect, it's com- a big difference. I completely agree. Now, there may be a situation where a team really was kind of convicted that they were going to go with a certain player, but indeed, in further digging in, they changed their mind. Okay, but just say that early reports were that, or my sources early on said that they, you know, they like Mac Jones, but then they further, it's not that they don't like Mac Jones anymore, it's that they like Lance better. And but for the most part, it's because they have to fill up the airwaves months in advance of the draft (laughs) with news. Right. Uh, You know, then that's so then it's like, well, I look stupid now. I, I so I'll just say this guy's falling. And why is he falling? What did he do? Now, if some guy goes out and commits a crime or something, all right, I, I get it. But that's ordinarily there, not what happens. There's one guy who fell yesterday, Caleb Farley, because it came out that he's had two back surgeries since playing football. He has a non-football, he had a weightlifting injury, he had surgery on his back, and then they had to have surgery again, and there were no games in between. That's scary, right? Kid's young right. and mm-hmm. got a back injury, and they, they had to have a second surgery, and it wasn't like, well, you know, he got jacked up on that one hit. No, he, I mean, like, the first surgery sucked or didn't take or what have you. That guy fell to 22, okay? That's the only guy that I would classify fell uh, yesterday. Uh, let's take a break. I want to stay on time here. More with Danny Klingscale. It's Danny Unleashed, brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing. Our buddy Joe Spiker and his great team at Easton are there for you. Uh, no payment collected until you're 100% satisfied. Commercial and residential jobs. Call Easton Roofing today, 913-257-5426. They're the folks I called when I needed work on my roof. Danny uh, called when he needed work on his roof. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, I thought for sure we were going to have to re-roof the whole house. It turns out we just had a simple repair. That's why they say Easton Roofing Integrity Matters. They will get you back to work, get you back to life faster. Uh, call Joe and his team at 913-257-5426. Find them online at EastonRoofing.com. More of Danny's Reasonably Irreverent podcast after this. I'm here with Joe Spiker, owner of Easton Roofing. And boy, we had to negotiate a million things in 2020, but Easton Roofing navigated them all. As 2021 rolls out, what should we expect this coming storm season? Well, Danny, it'll be the same thing as it is every year. (laughs) You know, the storms come and you've got the guys out knocking on doors offering quote unquote free inspections. Be wary as a homeowner. If somebody's knocking on your door, they probably need the work. And if they need the work that bad, they may be willing to do something untoward to get it. So if somebody knocks on your door, says they want to give you a free inspection, just tell them have a great day and give us a call. We'll come out for free and give you a good, honest opinion as to whether or not you need to do anything at all with your roof. And what's the best way to get in touch with Easton Roofing? You can always find us online at eastonroofing.com or give us a call at 913-257-5426. Easton Roofing. Integrity matters. 
All right, the good sentence into the hour answer. In the last 40 years, two quarterbacks have gone in the first round despite having fewer than 350 career pass attempts in college. I asked for both. Uh, one should be fairly easy. One, Mike Vick. One is Mike Vick. And mm. two, was it Mitchell Trubisky? Did I send you this? Mm-hmm. You'd think I'd get it right the, if I the said The one that I didn't thing. ask for is the one I thought would be the easy one. Um, so you didn't think Vic would be the easy one? No, because the other guy uh, went last night. Oh, uh, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Yeah. Trey Lance, 318 attempts. Michael Vick, 343. The next lowest, the third lowest, 487 by Mark Sanchez. Quite a bit of a jump. but I believe he prefers butt fumble. Butt fumble Sanchez. Yeah, he goes by butt fumble. The old BF. Old BF. B- not not BFF, BF. No, no, just BF. Uh, brought to you by our friends at GoodSense, GoodSenseSubs.com. Get it today. You can order with the app. Get 10% back if you're part of the loyalty club. Now with 30% more meat, and that meat is sliced fresh right in front of you. The cheese sliced fresh. They bake the bread fresh twice each day. It's GoodSense. We're here at the 139th Airlift Wing where the air show is going to be going on. In fact, we're going to talk to the man who puts the air show on a little bit later, the Sound of Speed air show, and it's phenomenal. I saw the practice today, and it was the coolest thing I think I've ever seen in my life so the show is going to be phenomenal all kinds of great uh you know you know uh, civilian aircraft stuff but the military aircraft is out of this world uh when the thunderbirds fly over you can feel it in your chest it is an unbelievable day uh come up and check it out you can get your tickets it's free but you do need a ticket go to stjairshow.com that's stjairshow.com uh for saturday and sunday pre-show starts at 11 30 uh noon is when they'll get things started and uh, remember, there's going to be a number of people here, so plan accordingly traffic-wise. Get here early uh, for that, and uh, remember, you can uh, be a part of the 139th Airlift Wing. They have members deployed right now. Uh, you can see the world, uh, take advantage of pension, life insurance, health care benefits, full-paid college tuition, and sign-up bonuses between ten dollars and $20,000. It's right now. Uh, at the 139th Airlift Wing here in St. Joseph, Missouri. We're talking to Danny Klinkscale uh, here in the uh, program. How would you rank the quarterbacks, Danny? Or do you have a bone to pick with with how they ended up going in any way? Uh, I think it, that the Niners are taking a flyer, but I think but I think Lawrence still, the track record is there for him to be number one. I do think right. Fields was a little too inconsistent uh, in his time at Ohio State, and when the chips were down in the toughest games last year, he wasn't great, although he was good in, in, in his postseason win. Um, but I think that I, – I think there was – I probably would have flip-flopped uh, two and three the way they were picked. Uh, okay. But the thing is, it's going to be tough to judge because I think that Kyle Shanahan is is very well equipped to make – the quarterback look better than he actually is and so that I think is to Trey Lance's advantage and I also think that they seem like they're going to play Garoppolo next year maybe not but they seems like it you know it's a copycat league and if, if they can teams seem to think that you know the, the Patrick Mahomes model was the secret sauce there uh, so and I think the, I think Mac Jones is a better fit for the Patriots. I think it, that probably would have been a reach for San Francisco. And whether all whether they really did like him, or as we said, you know, there is no falling. They just you know said that's the kind of quarterback that 
I've coached and worked with in the past, so I'd be comfortable with that. But now I've dug in on Trey Lance, and I know that he can do the things that a stationary quarterback can do, but he can do some other things too. So I, I, that's the complication for me. I, don't, I think Trey Lance is the biggest risk of the five players, but because he went to San Francisco under Kyle Shanahan, it's probably less of a risk. Yeah, I would agree. And then Shanahan's considered a great offensive mind, and um, I, I'm sure he'll do a fine job with, you know, get as much out of whoever uh, they take as they can. 20 years old, uh, Trey Lance is. I mean, only 17 starts. There's clearly a lot of upside there. Um, you know, I, I'm, you know I, I give him the benefit of the doubt. I, am I the only one? Like, I went round and round with George Shiruri, uh from PFF the other day, and he was talking, you know, was seemingly going to be the champion for Justin Fields. And how, why is everybody giving Mac Jones a, a pass? I'm like, who's giving him a pass? All I hear is everybody complaining that Mac Jones, you know, like like Mac Jones' fault was that somebody thought the Niners were going to take him three. And so then it's like, he's got a DWI. Why didn't that knock him to the fourth round like it did Dak Prescott? Um, you know, Mac Jones has a bad body. Mac Jones isn't athletic. Mac Jones had all kinds of talent around him. I didn't hear anybody propping up Mac Jones, yet all these people seeming to come to the defense of this helpless damsel in distress named Justin Fields. Like, you know, it's again, it's the narratives written by people not in the know that then get other people's dander up and arguing uh, in in defense of somebody. Uh, Look, we're going to find out. And and I do think where you go, like, I think Patrick Mahomes would be good anywhere he went. I think he's been great because he went to Andy Reid and had a bunch of talent around him. You know, I think that's definitely part of the equation. So it does matter where you end up uh, when it's all said and done. But, you know, I, I like I think, you know, I, I said, look, Urban Meyer system quarterbacks haven't worked. Well, I think that's ridiculous. You know, there's no comparison. No, there actually is a comparison. I think the system can make you look good. Like, I think there was legitimacy in the no air raid quarterback has had success. Right? I, I, I think there was something to that. It's because, yeah, they threw the ball all the time, so none of the guys. And, and, and what was different about Patrick Mahomes was all the guys previous to him didn't have rocket arms. Right, and right? also. They didn't have the escapability that he has. And also in the air raid, what they were doing much of the time was taking the snap and throwing the ball almost right away to somebody. Right. You know, and many times down the line of scrimmage. So. It was difficult to judge those quarterbacks. I don't think there's much doubt about that. I think that if Mac Jones had gone anywhere, he he should be very happy that he went to the Patriots if he wasn't going to go to uh, San Francisco because I think San Francisco, as I said, they they are. I think Kyle Shanahan is a great developer of quarterbacks, but I think there are some limitations for Mac Jones. But now I think he has a chance to be really good. I think New England. It gets a lot of players back. They added a lot of talent in free agency. They have an offensive coordinator who is very familiar with coaching and play calling for a player who has a style just like you. And, oh, by the way, for all these people who are talking about off-script plays and everything, the Super Bowl champion looks a lot like Mac Jones. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl last year. He's not making it many... Off-platform plays, if any. The thing that, yeah, the thing that I don't like uh, in the knocking of, of Mac Jones is just a blanket statement of look at all the talent he has around him. And I would say, well, look at his throws because you know what you're gonna, you know, you don't throw to 
jackass receivers in the NFL. They're talented in the NFL as well, or they don't make it. So, like, I, I do get it. Like, yes, Alabama has a lot of talent, and I've talked to a lot of scouts who will tell you Alabama guys are tough to evaluate because everyone around them is winning their one-on-one battles. So it is. Like, it's, it was easier. The reason why I think Brett Beach was like, Patrick Mahomes kicks ass is because they were only winning two or three battles around him. He would keep a play alive, then he would just make the perfect throw. And so he jumped off the tape because he had lesser talent around him. And in the NFL, you know, you might win six out of out of 11 head-to-head battles. And that's got to be enough for you to get a first down. Well, Patrick Mahomes is going to do that. So I do get the part about Alabama guys can look better than they are. In fact, I had one, one uh, scout tell me, hardest thing to evaluate, an Alabama linebacker. Because their D-line always wins in front of them. The coverage on the outside always wins, and they get a run free to the ball. So, like, you look at an Alabama guy on tape, you know he can run in a straight line and tackle a guy, right, that because they, they don't play in traffic that much. Um, but when you look at the throws of Mac Jones, right, like he drops it over the top, yeah, Jalen Waddle's not having to break stride. He's catching the ball right. in stride. He's putting it right where it needs to be. He throws the ball. The outs are the throws that I'm impressed by. Like what I didn't like about Herbert, and I heard Jason Anderson talking about this on my drive up here this morning, um, about how, hey, I'll admit, I, I got it wrong on Justin Herbert so far. Me too. I got it wrong. Because you know what I saw out of Herbert? A bunch of crossing routes in front of him where he really wasn't throwing the ball that far. And I'm like, well, in the NFL, they're going to make you use all quadrants of the field. Well, Mac Jones throws those outs. I mean, I mentioned Trent Green to Eddie Kennison on the 15-17 yard out was a thing of beauty and so much more difficult than people realize. That it's 17 yards down the field, but it's 25 yards out. That's like a 38-yard throw. And he was putting it on his hands. Mac Jones was making those throws. Are they rockets? They're not rockets. And Trent Green didn't rocket it in the way Patrick Mahomes did. He had a good arm, but he didn't have, like, a world-class arm. But Mac Jones makes those out throws. Yes, Devontae Smith got two feet down, and made a brilliant catch on the sideline. But Mac Jones put it the only place you could put it. And so I don't think he's getting the credit he deserves. I, When I watch him play, he throws a great ball. I think he's got a, got a really good arm. And then I, when I, unfortunately, because I watched Get Up, saw his, his workout tape a hundred times, there were some right. impressive throws there, too. Now, that's against air, but still, if you're throwing the ball across your body – 45 yards down the field, across the field, and the guy's not breaking stride, that's a nice throw. I don't like the, well, well, you know, of course, he's not being pressured. Okay, that's fine if we're, like, but which one of those quarterbacks was pressured all day? Was it Trevor Lawrence? Was it Zach Wilson at BYU playing against some of the worst defenses in college football? Yeah, and uh, I mean, Trevor uh, Rollins. But, uh, Fields at Ohio State? Like, which one of these guys was the <laughs> right. one that was playing behind the crap offensive line? Uh, Trevor Lawrence wasn't dinged because you know he's played he's playing in the ACC, which is not as good a league, and he's got the kind of talent around him that he did. Uh, so I don't see why you do that to Mac Jones. Uh, if if you're di- if we're dinging Mac Jones for playing at Alabama, how is Trey Lance not taken off the board for playing at North Dakota State, who's been more dominant than Alabama at the level he plays? Exactly, and. Also, most of his, you know, they play, they do play usually one or maybe two games against a better competition, but still, it's it's one double A. So you're really relying on the fa- on the measurables for him. You really are, and you're right. In his division, he's playing against lesser players. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, to me, the, the, the quarterback thing is hard, right? Like, how many of these guys, just raw numbers, how many of them are, how many of them are going to be pro bowlers or, or what we consider, you know, franchise quarterbacks? Uh, and how many of them are going to be busts out of the five? Well, anybody who goes to the Bears has a really good chance of being a bust. I'll say that. Um, but, I, you know, I think you'd have to say that two are going to be, you know, probably one's going to be maybe a star, one's going to be very good, and three are probably going to disappoint their fans. And that would, that would be yeah. the math that I'd lean to. Not everybody in the league can be good. Right. As a, you know, they're picking so many quarterbacks now that the bust potential is incredibly high because the league is not going to have, you know, 30-plus great quarterbacks. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, and, and, and I will say this. I think it's brilliant by Matt Nagy to, to move up and get a quarterback because I think they're going to employ – he's the guy who was part of the Patrick Mahomes equation. So I think they'll put Fields on the bench – to play behind Andy Dalton for a year. And and so you can't well, we gotta see what he does with Fields. And then the first year he's got well, Fields is a first year starter. Like he's he's not a finished product. I think he just bought himself two extra years. Well, but the only reason I'd say that maybe there'd be should be less patient patience with Nagy is because he was handed a very high pick. Now maybe it was the wrong pick, but maybe he didn't develop him either. Well, I, I think that's fair. I, I would lean more towards. I would too. Pick. I would too. Yes. And, and, and while Nagy hasn't had a twelve-win season, he has been to two playoffs. Right. In three years. And and they were in the playoffs last year. So right. He, yeah. Yeah. That that from that standpoint, he probably deserves a little more patience. From the quarterback standpoint, though, if Field starts to look bad after you picked him, and and a real consensus of people whether it's right or wrong and i think it probably leans toward wrong was that fields was really the man and you know everybody is missing the boat here uh then i think that's that's going to be a big ding against him no question yeah i agree all right uh let's take a break danny Klingskill is with us uh brought to you by our friends at easton roofing danny unleashed uh joins us uh, from danny com. easton roofing uh can uh, come by give you a free estimate free inspection of your roof uh right now whether it's a uh, new roof roof repairs gutters attic insulation the best time to call easton roofing is right now prices are expected to rise because of the pandemic this is the lag all the materials that were in supply have now been gone through and now we're getting to the time when everything was shut down uh that's causing costs to go through the roof so call eastern roofing today get it done now it's going to be more later 913-257-5426 online at easternroofing.com and don't forget free are the tickets but you need a ticket to the uh, st joe air show you can come up and uh, check it out the sound of speed air show if you heard our first hour you heard the thunderbirds rocketing all around us it is incredible uh we encourage you to come up go to stjairshow.com that's stjairshow.com uh it is uh an incredible experience up here all kinds of military uh, and civilian aircrafts bring the kids they will have a ball masks are required so uh bring your masks as well it gets going at 11 30 on saturday and sunday that's the pre-show show starts at noon i'm watching more aircraft come in and land that are going to be a part of the show right now it is just going to be an incredible weekend here at the 139th airlift wing in st joe 
More of Danny's Reasonably Irreverent podcast after this. I'm here with Joe Spiker, owner of Easton Roofing. And Joe, there's all kinds of roofing companies in Kansas City. People see their trucks, they see their ads, they see their commercials on TV. What separates you out from the pack? Danny, you know, there's a lot of roofers in Kansas City that are good roofers, that can put a good roof on, but we like to pride ourselves on giving you a good customer service experience. From the first time you call, you're going to get a friendly voice on the phone. We're going to let you know what's happening and when it's happening. And you know, the other piece is some companies are small enough to do small jobs. Some companies are big enough to do big jobs. You know, we're right there in the middle. We can handle the little stuff. We can handle your repairs all the way up to your big commercial roofs. So what's the best way for folks to get in touch with you at Easton Roofing? You can find us at eastonroofing.com, or you can always call us at 913-257-5426. That's 913-257-5426. Easton Roofing. Integrity matters. We're at the 139th Airlift Wing today. Missouri Air National Guard. You can be a part of it. Uh, join right now. You can get a sign-up bonus from ten to twenty thousand. Full paid tuition, health care benefits, pension, life insurance. A chance to see the world. They've got members deployed right now. In fact, they've got members out from the 139th serving in the community as we speak. More than 150 out delivering vaccines and uh, support uh, for the vaccines all around the state of Missouri. Uh, the 139th is a special place. If you want to be a part of it, uh, make sure you uh, get up here. they got the air show going on this weekend. Great time to uh, come up and check things out as uh, it uh, the practice was out of this world. So uh, come check out uh, the real deal tomorrow. We're going to talk to the air boss uh, coming up here next hour. We're talking to Danny Klinkscale, Danny Unleashed, brought to you by Easton Roofing. Integrity matters. Go to EastonRoofing.com today, whether it's commercial or residential, EastonRoofing.com. Uh, Danny, what are you looking for from the Chiefs today? Well, I, I think the Chiefs are in a position where, you know, I it sounds silly because their offense is so good, but I, I do think they really need a wide receiver. You can always use corner uh, and linebackers. So uh, the Chiefs are in a position where they, there's going to be some really good talent there. We've talked about it many times, Seren. These these second-round draft choices are not <laughs> toss-ups, dart throws. They're supposed to be really good players, and they're important to hit. And with every player that the Chiefs sign up, that they are going to ink long-term, which it appears they will do with Orlando Brown Jr., it means it's more imperative to have cheap first-contract stars, or at least regulars. And so it's a very important absolutely important evening for them and and these are super important picks if you're going to not do what you've talked about many times and should be talked about many times that you need to take advantage of this window with Patrick Mahomes and one Super Bowl or one Super Bowl win or three appearances in one win is, is going to be a disappointment and the way it could be a disappointment is if you become the Green Bay Packers with uh, Aaron Rodgers yeah, I, I think, um, and when you're buying another cheap year this year, you bought them down from 24 down to like seven and a half million, which means you're going to pay more in the future. That this is a year when you make those moves, you're saying we feel this is a year, and it's worth, you know, uh, putting ourselves uh, in, in worse shape in the future to go for it this year. So this needs to be a year uh, that they that they cash and have a very good season. Now they're going to swing and miss injuries. Might bog sure. them down. It's what ultimately got them in the Super Bowl. I mean, I think last year was mission accomplished from a 
personnel standpoint. It was just, hey, football's a violent game. Guys get hurt, and they were hurt in the final game. I, I still think they're definitively, they were definitively a better team than the Niners when healthy, or than the Bucks when healthy. You know, I, I think you could make a case the Niners were better, right? But the, but the Chiefs got them. Um, but but they were definitively better than the Bucks, and they proved that several weeks before in, in beating the Bucks. But I, I think they've got a good team. I, I, I do worry. I described it to a buddy of mine today. I said, listen, where if, you know, the Chiefs are on a grading scale and they're an 80, and they can make a move that makes them an 85, but it's going to force them to be a 60 in the future, as opposed to making a move now that would make them an 82, but they would still be a 75 in the future because they'd be in better shape in the future. The Chiefs seem hell-bent on being the 85-grade team over an 82-grade team, no matter what the cost is in the future. And I would say let's use the power of Patrick Mahomes and let's set ourselves up as well as we can every year for the future, and then eventually in the future you'll be a 90-something team if you're constantly making good decisions Right, you have in your roster. You have somebody to cover up a few flaws. So right. you know, don't don't waste that. Don't feel like you have to have the rest of the roster be better than the rest of the NFL because your quarterback is that much better. Right. And I and I think the reality is you're gonna have to have him cover up flaws at some point. Why not now? And 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 when he's more expensive and it's harder to put those pieces around him. Why not keep those numbers as low as possible? Totally agree. That's that's my that's totally my agree. that's my thinking. Um, I, I do think uh, Curtis ran the numbers, the uh, picks from fifty eight to sixty seven. Uh, so the range, the ten picks, they're picking fifty eight and sixty three. So that window of ten players, uh, eight over the last twenty years, eight receivers were Pro Bowlers or All Pros. Uh, six in the last ten years. I, I do think it would be wise to draft a receiver. I don't know if they're going to do it. I think they might go all defense here uh, on this day, but I'd like to see a receiver in this. Do you agree? I absolutely agree. That was the uh, thing I said. I, th- I think actually I might do that. I'm, I think that might be my first priority, but I do like linebacker, and it does look like they're leaning in that direction. And, oh, by the way, the NFL draft certainly does rule, but I really do like the Kansas football hiring coach, uh, a coach hire. And nothing's guaranteed, especially at a program that's so difficult to win at. But a guy who's built two programs and stayed there and and stuck out the course, I I think Lance Leopold uh, looks the part. We'll see if he gets it done. Yeah, I like the hire as well. From the names I was hearing, I think I got the guy who's best equipped to do it. Yeah, Leipold (laughs) uh, from Buffalo. Danny, you're the man. Everybody check out dannyclinkscale.com for all his great work. Uh, We'll do it again next week, my friend. Sounds perfect. Danny Clinkscale brought to you by Easton Roofing. This podcast was made possible by our great sponsors like Easton Roofing, the presenting sponsor of Kansas City Profiles at the Danny Kling Scale Reasonably Irreverent Podcast. Easton Roofing, where integrity matters. We hope you enjoyed the latest Danny Kling Scale Reasonably Irreverent Podcast. Come back soon for something fresh and new. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.